Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh, it's the Hebrew Bible. If you'd like to call into the show, if you have questions, you can. The number is 888-689-4061 or 347-326-9003. All right, let me get my scriptures out, and I'll begin to read and interpret. We're in the book of Genesis or Brishi. And it goes to say, sometime later it came about that the Egyptian kings, cupbearer and baker, gave offense to their lord, the king of Egypt. So here we're seeing about Yusuf where he was in prison, and God's plan is about to become revealed. Pharaoh became angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in the house of the captain of guard, in prison in the same place where Yusuf was kept. The captain of the guard charged Yusuf to be with them, and he became their attendant while they remained in prison. One night, the two of them, the king of the Egypt's cupbearer and his baker, there in prison, both had dreams, each dream with its own meaning. Yusuf came in to them in the morning and saw that they looked sad. He asked Pharaoh's officers there with him in the prison of his master's house, why are you looking so sad today? They said to him, we each had a dream, and there's no one around who can interpret it. Yosef said to them, don't interpretations belong to God? Tell it to me, please. Then the chief cupbearer told Yosef his dream. In my dream, there in front of me was a vine, and the vine had three branches. The branches budded, then it suddenly began to blossom and Finally, clusters of ripe grapes appeared. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, so I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and gave the cup to Pharaoh. Yosef said to him, here's the interpretation. The three branches are three days. With three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. You will be giving Pharaoh his cup as you used to when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it goes well with you and show me kindness. Please and mention me to Pharaoh so that he will release me from this prison. For the truth is that I was kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews, and here too I have done nothing wrong that would justify putting me in this dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was favorable, he said to Yosef, I too saw in my dream there were three baskets of white bread on my head. In the uppermost basket there were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. Yosef answered, here's the interpretation, the three baskets are three days. When three days Pharaoh will lift up your head from off you, he will hang you on a tree and the birds will eat your flesh off you. 
On the third day, which Pharaoh's birthday, he gave a party for all his officials, and he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer back to his position, so that he again gave Pharaoh his cup. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Nevertheless, the chief cupbearer didn't remember Joseph, but forgot him. At the end of two years, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing beside the Nile River, and there came up out of the river seven cows, sleek and fat, and they began feeding in swamp grass. After them, there came up out of the river seven more cows, miserable-looking and lame, and they stood by the other cows at the edge of the river. Then the miserable-looking and lean cows ate up the seven sleek, fat cows. At this point, Pharaoh woke up, but he went to sleep again and dreamt a second time. Seven full, ripe ears of grain grew out of a single stalk. After them, seven ears, thin and blasted by the east wind, sprang up, and the thin ears swallowed up seven full, ripe ears. Then Pharaoh woke up and realized it had been a dream. In the morning he found himself so upset that he summoned all magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one there could interpret them for him. The chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today reminds me of something wherein I am at fault. Pharaoh was angry with his officials and put me in the prison of the house of the captain of guard me and the chief baker. Oh, it says, Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one there could interpret them for them. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today reminds me of something wherein I am at fault. Pharaoh was hung angry with his officials and put me in prison of the house of the captain of guard, me and the chief baker. One night, both I and he had dreams, and each man's dream had its own meaning. There was with us a young man, a Hebrew, a servant of the captain of God, and we told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us. He interpreted each man's dream individually, and it came about as he interpreted to us. I was restored to my office, and he was hanged. Then Pharaoh summoned Yosef, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. He shaved himself, changed his clothes, and came into Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Yosef, I had a, a dream, and there's no one who can interpret it. But I've heard it said about you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Yosef answered Pharaoh, It isn't in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer that will set his mind at peace. Pharaoh said to Yosef, in my dream, I stood at the edge of the river, and there came up out of the river seven cows, fat and sleek, and they began feeding in the swamp grass. After them, there came up out of the river seven more cows, poor, miserable, looking, and lean. I've never seen such bad-looking cows in all the land of Egypt. Then the lean and miserable... Looking cows ate up the first seven fat cows, but after they had eaten them up, one couldn't tell that they had eaten them, because they were as miserable looking as before. 
At this point, I woke up, but I dreamed again and saw seven full ripe ears of grain growing out of a single stalk. After them, seven ears, thin and blasted by the east wind, sprang up, and the thin ears swallowed up the seven ripe ears. I told this to the magician, but none of them could explain it to me. Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams are the same. God has told Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears of grain are seven years. The dreams are the same. Likewise, the seven lean, miserable-looking cows that came up after them are seven years, and also the seven empty ears blasted by the east wind. There will be seven years of famine. This is what I told Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he was about to do. Here it is. There will be seven years of abundance throughout the whole land of Egypt. But afterwards, there will come seven years of famine, and Egypt will forget all the abundance. The famine will consume the land, and the abundance will not be known in the land because of the famine that will follow, because it will be truly terrible. Why was the dream double for Pharaoh? Because the matter has been fixed by God, and God will shortly cause it to happen. So this is God making his purpose known and bringing Yosef to a good position, a position of power. Because let's see what Pharaoh does. Therefore, Pharaoh should look for a man, both discreet and wise, to put in charge of the land of Egypt. Pharaoh should do this, and he should appoint supervisors over the land to receive a 20% tax on the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should gather all the food produced during these good years coming up and set aside grain under the supervision of Pharaoh to be used for food in the cities, and they should store it. This will be the land's food supply for seven years of famine that will come over the land of Egypt, so that the land will not perish as a result of the famine. The proposal seemed good both to Pharaoh and to all his officials. Pharaoh said to his officials, can we find anyone else like him? The Spirit of God lives in him. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there's no one as discerning and wise as you. You will be in charge of my household all greater than you. No, it says, You will be in charge of my household. All my people will be ruled by what you say. Only when I rule from my throne will I be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Here I place you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, had him clothed in fine linen with a gold chain around his neck, and had him ride in the second best chariot, and they cried before him, Bow down. Thus he placed him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I, Pharaoh, decree that without your approval, no one else is to raise his hand or his foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh called Joseph by the name of Tazaphnet, Peniach, and gave him as his wife, Aznet, the daughter of Pitapharah, priest of On. Then Joseph went on through all the land of Egypt. Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Then he left Pharaoh's presence and traveled through all the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the earth brought forth heaps of produce. 
He collected all the food of these seven years in the land of Egypt and stored it in the cities. The food grown in the fields outside each city he stored in that city. Yosef stored grain in quantities like the sand of the sea sh- on the seashore, so much that they stopped counting because it was beyond measure. Two sons were born to Yosef before the year of the famine came. Osnet, the daughter of Pitapharah, a priest of On, bore them to him. Yosef called the firstborn Manasseh, causing to forget. Because God has caused me to forget all my troubles I suffered at the hands of my family. The second he called Ephraim, fruit, for God has made me fruitful in the land of misfortune. The seven years of abundance in the land of Egypt ended, and the seven years of famine began to come. Just as Joseph had said, there was famine in all lands, but throughout the land of Egypt there was food. When the whole land of Egypt started feeling the famine, the people cried to Pharaoh for food, and Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph and do what he tells you to do. The famine was over all the earth, but then Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold food to the Egyptians, since the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. So here, uh, let me finish. Moreover, all the countries came to Egypt to Yosef to buy grain because the famine was severe throughout the earth. So we see that not only does God plague the whole earth with a famine, but also he had uh, uh, plagued the whole earth with a flood. So these are two things to remember of him dealing with wickedness on earth. All right, so we see that Joseph is bestowed to power by Pharaoh, and he is next to Pharaoh in the land, and no one's greater than him. And this is uh, was done by Good, and Good said that that the descendants of Abraham would be as numerous as the stars, and that these descendants that came from him originally would be rich. So we see here, Yosef is as rich as was said. All right, let me go through the vocabulary, and then I'll be leaving you. Also, if you'd like to hear some good spiritual uplifting music, which I sing, go to numberonemusic.com forward slash Roderick White. That, again, is numberonemusic.com forward slash Roderick White. And you can hear my spiritual songs there. Our first word is Eliezer, God of help. Our next word is Eli-Anai, Eli-Anai. Our next word is Elion, God of the people. Our next word is Eliphaz, God of gold. Our next word is Eliphaz, God of judgment. Our next word is Eliphaz. 
Ephileho, God of his distinction. Our next word is Elephalet, God of deliverance. Our next word is Elitosor, God of the rock. Our next word is Elitosophon, God of treasure. Our next word is Elika, God of rejection. Our next word is El Yah Kim, God of raising. Our next word is Eli Shabbat, God of oath, ever the oath. Our next word is Elisha, son of a Javan. Elisha, son of a Javan. Our next word is Elisha, Elishua, Elishua, God of supplication. Our next word is El Yashib, God will restore. Our next word is Elishama, God of hearing. Our next word is Elisha, famous prophet. Our next word is Elishaphal, God of judgment. Our next word is Elake, these, those. Our next word is Allah, Lahi, Allah's woe. Our next word is Alam, to tie fast, to be tongue tied. Our next word is Alem, and it means congregation. All right, that is my vocabulary for today, and now I'm going to be leaving you. I'll say a prayer for you, and hopefully you brothers and sisters are okay out there. Remember to congregate with us. You don't have to come every day and listen, but just make sure that you're here sometime so you can take in accurate knowledge, and you can give in a call to let me know you're out there. All right, good. I petition you and petition you that you strengthen the brothers and sisters up. Open their eyes, their heart, and mind. Direct their footsteps to righteousness and good. Give them a pure heart, a heart of love, and cause them to do righteousness and to find the narrow road that leads to everlasting life. Give them the good counsel that they need on a day-to-day basis and have them to meditate over the Word, the Bible, and to be able to practice it in their daily life. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.